Rise and exchange lives. I wanna live till I die, make a difference, right? I wanna give those in need a reason to fight. I wanna live every day like it's my last night. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Egan. I'll be your host. Oh, wait, I fucked it up already. This is the podcast to help you, <laughs> help you shift your lifestyle in the areas of mindset, movement, and nutrition. Maybe I should just pre-record this. I am your host, Tyler Egan, the one and only. One only host ever in the history of this podcast. But it's not like this podcast is um, that important at all. <laughs> Maybe to me it is, but that's about it. So anyway, um, yeah. That was a hell of a way to start this off. <laughs> Today, I'm gonna I'm gonna try a little different, bit of a different structure here. So I guess you guys, um, if you guys have been tuning in for a little bit here, uh, you may know. Oh, 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 I almost forgot. Time to read another review. Okay. All right. All right. I gotta, I gotta. There's more than them that are on here than I don't know. Anyway, so this one is from a friend of mine, or you know, we were friends in a previous life, I suppose I should say. And he said, easy to listen to and follow. Tyler expresses his personal experiences and how ch- wait, and how changes in fitness and nutrition in his life assisted him with an overall well-being and happiness. Seriously, a nice view on how motivation and support can assist in reaching your goals both positively and promptly. Ooh, I like that word promptly. I'm going to start using that word more because we're actually going to be talking about words today and the way you speak to yourself. But okay, so... Okay, I did that. That's one of the newer things I'm doing too. Um, so that's done. What's next? This is how I actually speak to myself. What am I doing next? Oh, uh, so, so if you guys have been following the show for a little bit here, the last couple of weeks, you know that I have been using my like Facebook, Instagram post, and then I'll do a couple, like one, maybe two, if I remember, episodes a week, and I'll talk about the content in more detail um, to give you guys more practical application practical things that you can take away and so today i i want to take that notion and i have an uh, a better idea with it so a lot of the content i post like there's i don't know i post you know six seven days a week right so if you know let's just say six because it's an easier round number you know half those pieces of content are movement based half those are like mindset or um sometimes like i'll post like a client transformation uh I'm going to start putting some of the movement concepts um, in the podcast first. So I'll do like a little uh, mind, mind muscle experience movement. No. MMA movement. No, I don't know. I want there to be like an, an uh, alliteration. So it's easy for me to remember. But movement Mondays. I'm recording this on a Monday. So I'm going to talk about one concept that I've been getting a lot of questions about shoulders lately. And I have talked about shoulder I've, I have posted so many pieces of content on shoulders um, and hips, probably the most, shoulders and hips. And this idea, this idea I haven't talked about enough. I've only really given a lot of exercises. And even the most recent like series I did on shoulder pain, actually the most recent one was about, and this is a couple months ago, was about exercise selection around shoulder pain. The one before that was, it's actually not your shoulder that's the problem, it's your spine. Uh, And so I did a whole post on that, just kind of trying to coach you through different movements you can do to start to get your spine into a better position, which will help um, position your shoulders better. And so uh, one way I actually wanna compound on top of that, I wanna elaborate on that a little bit more. So your spine, your 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 spine and your rib cage are connected. Your shoulder blades sit on the back of your rib cage, um, and so what's going on in your rib cage will influence your spine and vice versa. 
Inside your rib cage is your diaphragm. That's how, like our main driver of breathing. Take a deep breath in with me. Big, big, big breath. And let that shit out. So you just use your diaphragm. Your diaphragm is a muscle. The more you take those deep breaths in, the more you're gonna use that muscle. Now, when you're stuck at a desk all day, when you're in the slouched over position, the shoulders are collapsing inwards, you can kind of hear my voice is changing a little bit because I'm repositioning my body. My chest closes off. And we, generally speaking, human beings, will tend to mouth breathe more. So it's going to place more of that tension in the neck. And so shoulder and neck concerns, especially if you're sitting on the phone, on the computers all day, will influence one another. Now, all this being said, I just want to say that sitting, doing the computer things, the, the phone things, like it, it's not inherently bad. Our bodies adapt to shit, but like we can set ourselves up to win. We can set ourselves up to um, still be in an optimal position. And so because of the relationship between your spine and the rib cage and your diaphragm being inside the rib cage and it influences your breath. And if you, if you took that deep breath in with me, you probably felt your chest expand a little bit. So my tip for this today, if you really want to start to decrease your shoulder and neck pain or discomfort, whatever you got going on, start taking deep breaths into your belly, filling your belly up all the way, your rib cage, allowing that to expand. And you essentially want to pull the air from the length of, you want to pull the air, the length of your spine. So start at your, the, your pelvic floor, take a deep breath in, kind of pull those muscles that you use to take a shit a little bit, like engage them a little bit, take a big breath in, pull it all the way up into your belly, another big breath, pull it all the way up into your chest cavity, and then breathe it all out. And if you did that, I know I, I just kind of extended it a little bit to really prove a point, but if you did that, even if it's for like five to 10 seconds, you'll feel your spine naturally elongate and put you in a more optimal position, which will put your shoulders and your neck in a better position as well. And so if you can remind yourself throughout the day to take those deeper breaths more and look you may not be able to actually remind yourself like hey tyler take a deep breath maybe you'll forget you get wrapped up in the day i get it use your phone i can't i can't emphasize this one enough when i was trying to make mindful breathing throughout the day more of a practice i used to use i used to set five fucking alarms a day i still set an alarm for everything it's such a great tool so use it to your advantage um, so that's my tip for shoulder and neck pain. I'm going to do a video on it to give you guys some exercises you can do to start to get that adaptation, that response from your belly and get that breath, that breathing pattern into your diaphragm. Like right now I'm like digging my hands underneath my rib cage to feel my diaphragm, but there are some, some, I guess they're, they're, they're exercises, but, um, yeah, those calm exercises that you can use to get an input to your brain. So like if you were to put your hands around your waist right now and to take a breath in, fill your belly up, you'll feel it expand into your into your hands. So that extra input helps your brain understand, oh, that's what it's supposed to feel like more. Brain and body connecting. So I got a couple of more of those. That's just a quick little one for you guys. Okay, so that's how you can do that. Now for today's topic, the way you speak, man, the way you speak, not like uh, the tone of your voice, um, but the words you're using right now they matter they matter a fucking lot they matter a lot i mean you could use one word 
you could use five different words to describe the same thing and they'll all probably elicit some type of different feeling in your in your body and so i'm going to start by saying this um the the reason i want to talk about the words you use and the way and the reason they matter is because this is a part of the, the mindset you need to develop a mindset that is oriented around your health and well-being you need to be able to persuade let me rephrase because i don't even like using the word need right Having a mindset, cultivating one, cultivating a mindset, a mindset that is oriented around your health and fitness goals will set you up for long-term success and sustainability within health and fitness. Said differently, your mindset is largely dictated, not completely, but largely dictated by your ability to persuade yourself into action in pursuit of the goals that you have. And so I'll even just start by saying the reason I wanted to rephrase and not use the word need is because that is implying lack. That is implying that you need something outside of you to fix you, or it could. I'm not saying it necessarily will for everybody, but it could. And so just me rephrasing that changes up exactly what I was trying to mean in a much more empowering fashion for you guys. The tone that I use, you know, I'm, I'm taking my time to really articulate myself and, and pronounce the word so it really sinks in because these things matter. I mean, if you, I'm trying to think of a word off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of a word off the top of my head. Like if you are struggling to lose weight, there's probably so many ways to say that. I will look it up right now. Struggling synonyms. I do this shit all the time. I do it all the time. Because I want to, like, you, I have a point I want to articulate. And I want to use a word that will adequately re, um, represent what I'm trying to say. So, okay, here's a couple synonyms. Failing, floundering, declining, unsuccessful. Um, languishing, never heard of it. But think about it, like if, uh, you know, you could say I'm struggling to lose weight or I'm running into hurdles on my weight loss journey. Like think about those two different sentences right there. I am struggling to lose weight. I can't lose weight is another one I get all the time. Um, I can't lose weight. I'm struggling to lose weight or I'm running into hurdles as I'm trying to lose weight. Because if you're running into hurdles, you can just move the hurdles out of your way. You know, the hurdles are, are obstacles. Obstacles are inevitable. You know, when you drive to work, there's gonna be obstacles like the traffic lights, the stop signs, the other people on the road. So if you phrase your statements differently, it has a different meaning. But when you say, I can't lose weight, what is that saying to you on a deeper level? Because guys, make no mistake about it, like our, the way our brains work, you know, we have our, and everybody I think understands this on some level or another, you know, we have our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. How many times have you driven to work, woken up in the morning, went through your routine, and you didn't even have to think about it, you were just doing it? Because it's a program, essentially a program, quote unquote program. You know, you're not a computer, but it's a program. Your brain has that subconsciously 
and it's in, inside of there that you can just do it. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to think about your drive to work. You just do it. And so you'll get to work and be like, oh my God, like, where'd the time go? I got here so fast. Like, how many of you that has that happened to before? How many of you, how many of you has that happened to before? So if our subconscious brain, part of our mind, can unconsciously um, take us through habitual routines and, and we're not even consciously paying attention, then isn't it safe to say that it, the, the part of you that did that is also listening to the words that you're speaking? So if you're saying, I can't all the time, what is that saying to you on a deeper level? I can't lose weight. Think about that. Think about that. I can't lose weight. What does that mean? Like, what do you think? What, what does that feel like right now as I'm saying that to you guys? I feel like my body just wants to crawl up in a hole because I feel fucking hopeless. Whereas if I'm just like, I'm struggling to lose weight right now, but I'm going to try these few things and I feel really good about it. Or I ha- I'm struggling to lose weight, but there are a couple of things I can do about it. You know, already you're phrasing it differently. So that you're empowering yourself. Even if you're noticing that you're struggling, struggling isn't inherently bad. It's like, how do you feel about it when you say it? How do you feel about it when you say it? And I'm curious if some people even recognize how they feel about the words they speak. I know personally, I never used to. I used to be a hopeless, negative, pessimistic little and I never noticed the way I spoke. I never noticed the way I spoke. I would be like, I'm just being realistic. I'm just being realistic. True words. I used to say it all the time. I go back and roundhouse kick like 23-year-old Tyler. I probably wouldn't. Just for a brief moment to be like, dude, you are literally just dragging the people around you down. So, 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 so pessimistic. And like I am, a, I have like a realistic mindset in a lot of ways. Like if someone comes to me like, hey, I want to lose like 25 pounds in two months. Like, yeah, good luck. You know, that's going to be a fucking, that's going to be a feat right there. I'm not saying it's impossible but it's highly unlikely, very unrealistic. Like I live in a world of um, where my mind's at is like, I think I like to set unrealistic goals uh, to see what I can achieve. Because if, if I set a goal to lose 10 pounds in one week, you know, what's the effort I would have to put in to do that? It'd be a fucking lot. And even if it's only possible to lose like two pounds, you know, if I put in the work and I like really grind, it's like, damn, I was capable of that. And that's empowering. So anyway, but at the same time, it's like I can set that goal and be like, okay, it's probably not realistic, but I'm going to bust my ass in pursuit of it. And so that's the way I, I kind of go about things. But the way, the way you speak really, really, really does matter. And so again, to come back to my point, I understand like being quote unquote realistic, but there's a difference between being realistic and being pessimistic as fuck. Old Tyler pessimistic. Like if I actually had all my old podcasts up front, I was when I first started doing podcasting like three years ago. Oh my God, I would probably slap my, actually they're all on YouTube still now that I think about it, probably slap myself. I was just so angry and negative all the time. So, 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 so pessimistic. And not realizing that those words sank into my subconscious deeper. Every time I said like, oh, I'm like, and I would say these things, like I'm struggling to gain muscle. Uh, I can't, like I, those thoughts cross my mind all the time. Like I can't get bigger. I can't get stronger. I just, I'm not, I'm not, like I probably had thoughts that I never actually said this specifically, but resembled that of I'm not good enough. True, true statement. Now realizing that those thoughts, I was then acting out. 
because I wouldn't push myself that hard in the gym. I would slack off a couple of days a week with my nutrition. I wasn't prioritizing, prioritizing my sleep. I was still drinking for the first couple of years. And so that's what I'm saying. Like if you can become aware of what it is you're actually saying to yourself, like think about that. I can't lose weight versus I'm struggling to lose weight. Even those two statements right there say two completely different things. Say two completely different things. And man, like, I, I personally believe that like statements, like I am statements, when you make declarations about yourself, and I use that word very intentionally there, declarations, you are declaring that you are something. The second you say that, I, you can be like, I'm fat. Okay, then you're fat. And then that just sinks in deeper into you. Every time you say that, you say it, it sinks in a little bit more. And then your actions, because remember, your mindset is ultimately dictated by, you know, I said your ability to persuade yourself to in pursuit of the goals that you have. But how do you do that? You do that with thoughts and words. You know, I guess words speaking really is just thoughts amplified. And so if your thoughts have the ability to persuade you, then your thoughts also have the ability to persuade you in a, the opposite way. So every time you think I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, look, it might be true, but can you accept it? Like I talked about in the last episode, can you accept it? Okay, I'm fat. Okay, I accept that. Now, what can I do about it? right? And then the first thing you can do is start to change the way you speak because that shit matters. You are speaking words into existence. Oh man, you're like, I actually am, I think I might share this on an episode a few weeks ago. I am actually in this notion that our speaking is movement. Speaking is movement because you're moving your mouth and words are coming out of it and you're speaking things to be true or not true, especially about yourself. We all do it. So be mindful of what you're saying. Be mindful of your thoughts because your thoughts, again, are just dimmed down words. Or said differently, your your speaking is an amplified version of your thoughts. Which is why I can sit here. I'm actually standing. Um, I can I can say this with with the utmost confidence because I say this to myself all the time. Like I'll catch myself saying, "Oh, I can't." Oh, oh, never mind, never mind. Or or another favorite one of mine and my clients know this one if they're listening. I'm trying. Like, are you? I'm trying to lose weight. Are you? Because there's a difference between trying and doing. Trying implies that you're giving yourself the ability to fail. Because if you're trying, then you can always fail. But if you're doing it, there is no failure. Because let's just say you do hypothetically fail. If you're doing it, you're just gonna get back to doing it. You are going to learn and grow and adapt. Trying gives you room to fail. You're giving yourself space. You're giving yourself the opportunity to fail by saying, I am trying to. I'm trying to do that. Because usually, usually there's a but coming right afterwards. I'm trying to, but the scale isn't budging. I'm trying to, but you know, I went out to eat and this happened. I'm trying to, but my husband did this. I'm trying to, but my wife did that. Lose the butt. Lose the trying. Just you're either doing it or you're not. Are you taking actions towards your weight loss journey? Are you taking actions uh, for your health? Then you're actually doing it. If the answer was yes, then you are actually doing it. If you're trying, and that means sometimes you are, sometimes you're not. And that's where the opportunity for failure comes in. That's where the opportunity to give up and give in comes in. Be mindful of the way you speak, guys. I'm telling you, it's going to be a game changer. I'm telling you. And for all you people out there who hear this, and you're like, oh my God, I'm doing this wrong. I'm doing this wrong. You don't have to beat yourself up for the things you didn't know. 
if maybe before like you knew that your words mattered but you didn't know how much and now you do it's like just notice it and 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 you have the ability to do better instead of beating yourself up i work i work with a lot of people who like to beat themselves up and it's just like you don't have to do that you can accept it like and look i'll be the first one to admit this i used to beat myself up a lot maybe you have to go through that who am i to tell you but you don't have to you can accept that you didn't know what you didn't know but you do now and you can do something about it man that's a lesson i wish i would have learned sooner so anyway uh i hope you guys took something from today's episode if you did please leave a rate and review on itunes i really appreciate that stuff it helps me grow the show it helps people give give people context as to why they should listen to me in the first place um share it on social media share with all the share with all your friends your family whoever if you took something from this if not i understand and i will check you guys out in the next episode peace out y'all